coming down the aisle at a combined weight of 545 pounds it is B hyphen handsome Bane the WrestleCast Power Previously on the Razzlecast Power Hour. Can I have a sidebar about a lovable Dilf Christian Cage? Yes, please. Why not? So I recently was informed that uh, the reason that Christian Cage didn't get a lot of WWE is because um, McMahon did not think he was attractive enough. I've heard that. Mm -hmm. And I would just like to say to Vince McMahon, you have fucking eyeballs, sir. Um, I do. And he's oh. skinny. I skinny. I want it big. I need some I, that's I, beef. I, I, gotta, I need slabs of beef. I don't that's, know why. And this, I like Christian Cage like listens to podcasts enough that if you tag him, he's going to hear this. And then we're going to have to talk about it at some point, I'm sure. But like, I. Christian, come on to Rasslecast. I just want to talk. Um, I'm sorry I called you a DILF, but also you're welcome. Um, I Facts are facts, man. <laughs> I don't know why. He does have a guy, like a really sexy smolder that he yeah, does there. When he but like watching him. For his peeps I'm saying. Watching him, watching him like parent Jurassic Express has been like very, I'm like, oh. That's hilarious. Oh. Uh, like, and then people are like, yeah, he was too ugly to be successful. And I was like, Okay, what? I saw clips of from from the year I was born, and he was not not attractive then either. But like, I really feel like the like confidence that he now exudes as like the the outwork everyone energy I think really works for him. Mm-hmm. And I think the confidence that he has in his presence and his current gimmick is really attractive. Him and Edge yeah, both have a lot of Dilf energy, yo. And, and I don't even necessarily it like need that. it in like a sexual here, way, bro. but like I feel like if I saw him in a bar, I would be like, "Hey, this guy's being creepy. Like, help me get away from him." And he would be like, "Oh, of course." I'm like, and, "That is." Yeah, and then Christian also, you know, amongst real people, would look like you know formidable. Oh yeah, you know, amongst regular people who are in a bar. Uh, would look. Okay, but cool. also, if I showed up at a friend's house and that was their dad, <laughs> <laughs> the blinking. Is that your dad? Like, dude, is that your dad? It's time, it's time to start rewriting Stacy's mom. Um, He's so. All right, hot. you girls don't stay up too late now. Okay, Mister Cage. <laughs> how how late are you staying up? And he gives you the wink, you know. Oh shoot! Yeah. Going to end up on Gone that. Wild Stories or some shit. I know? think this is the straightest I've ever been on the podcast. <laughs> How I banged my friend's dad at a sleepover. Girl, eighteen, Whoa. man, forty-six. He was also a professional right, wrestler. <laughs> yeah, but like <laughs> he's also a professional May- wrestler. But maybe it's also like this. No, I shouldn't say that. I'm not going to say that out loud. Okay. Um, so, so that's gonna have he, to be an I mean, off the air edition, but to, like to to bring it back also, to like. Did y'all know that Luchasaurus has a fucking doctorate? <laughs> I did not know that. Good for in, him. In English literature, Doctor oh, Luchasaurus geez. to you. I love professional wrestling, man. 
Woof. Never, never stop surprising me. They could take this little funky English degree I got back. But also, he's like, wait, 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 wait. I want to be a character that says six words every ten weeks. <laughs> you know, we do need to have like one, one, one promo where he just like goes in. Silent Bob's just, it. Yeah, or I was I gonna say, gonna I was go gonna say on, uh, on the elite at some point. I was gonna say more like an uh, an uh, an uh huh from a uh, little rascal. Yeah. Yeah, no. that'll work. Actually, I have a grasp on. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, <laughs> Little rascal like undefeated. Uh-huh. Also, was I? I don't think I've been on since, and I know this is old, so I'm sorry. Um, it's but fine. Do y'all remember when Kenny Omega and Jungle Boy like wrestled? Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 it was either six weeks or six months ago because time is not real anymore. Yeah, time it's a construct. Is, yeah, it's not a thing. And it was the. The single queerest thing I've ever seen in my life. And and he kept saying that he was going to turn Jungle Boy into a jungle man. And he kept saying that he was going to like, he he mentioned like his supple underwear model body. That's a direct quote. I I literally wrote it down. Um, (laughs) She wrote it down. (laughs) Like, I am so here for Kenny Omega's like hot gay summer. You and then it. like the oh, first thing he then did would you, the would first you thing like he did to, was back him up and like touch his hair while making direct eye contact with him. And I was like, this is about to be a very different sort of pay-per-view match. Like this is Someone start playing that porn music. Like, yes, get them shorts off. Yes. <laughs> Like it had that vibe. Yes. I thought they were gonna smooch. Um. So a couple of things. Uh, <laughs> if you do want to see Kenny Omega smooch a man, um, per your I, last my stable, I, my, there we go. Per if my you last, would like to see Kenny Omega smooch a man, um, then you would you should check out some of the old Golden, Golden Lover Lovers stuff. Uh, I did and, after oh, did my you? last visit because yeah. you yeah. suggested it then. Nice. Yeah. Look at us giving and, advice. Uh, Hell they, yeah. They do. They they do uh, have this at the beginning of some matches. Um, yeah, friend of the show, Hero Beats, is uh, actually related to Jungle Boy in some weird way. So that's um, what's up. Well, that's fine. I would. I'm. I'm actually. I. I'm a big. I'm a devotee of uh, Renee. Renee Paquette's podcast. I like it. Yeah, Um, I do like it. She's one of the good ones. I I don't know if you've ever watched uh, her, like her episodes with Moxley. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But it is, it is very like, oh, that's me and and Greg. Like, oh shit. Oh God. Like it's literally pretty much exactly us, like all the way down to the mannerisms and shit. Um, (laughs) And I think that's hilarious. Uh, But like, I just want to like chat with Jungle. Jungle Boy and I are the same age as well. Um, he's actually like I think a tiny bit younger than me. Oh, you can mentor him. I just want to. I'm like, how, like, I want to chat about like how you knew what you wanted to do forever. Like the fact that yeah. somebody that age could know so thoroughly and be so driven and then also be so successful. I'm like, can we just like chat? Also, like, what do you do with your, what's your hair routine? I have questions. Like I, that is a curl pattern I had at one point in my life and I don't have it anymore. Can we chat? Like, 
do you gel? Do you do the curly girl method? Like, what are we doing? Um, well, I mean, you know, not to be the guy to try to answer the question with something that I haven't done, but that's kind of like something that all pro wrestlers, well, most pro wrestlers share is that they just knew that they were going to be pro wrestlers. Mm-hmm. If you ask like so many of them, like they've had other jobs and they'll be like, I, there, there's a big subsection of, of pro wrestlers that are like, I don't know what else I would have done if I wasn't a wrestler. I was, I, I've was always, it. I didn't have a backup plan. This was it. This mm-hmm. was it. Like so many of them say that. And so it's kind of like a thing that I think like when I trained for it at 15, that was the time to be like, I am going to be nothing but a pro wrestler. I think the only other guy who like really did it started like later in life was DDP at like 32. Yeah. But like for the most part, most of them are like, yeah, my first match, I was 15, 16, 17. Yeah. There's definitely part of me that's like, shit, if my knee wouldn't shatter on impact, I would do this. I'm 23. I've got a decent, or I'm 24. Oh my God. I'm 24 now. I've been 24 since July. Um, I'm 24. I've got a decent amount of money saved up. Like, fuck it. Right. But at the same time, if I land on my knee wrong one time, I don't have an E anymore. Right. Right. So you got to find a I way mean, to be involved without being involved is what it is. I need to be, promos. I need to, I need to be a Vicky Guerrero is what I need to be. <laughs> Uh, I need I to think... show up screaming in a dress I have no business wearing at my age <laughs> and and just like ruin everyone's day. Leave. She gets I don't know. And I think I, I, I don't know, part of me feels like that's also just like a we hate women thing. <laughs> it's like if you're not like super smoking hot you know oh like we just God. don't want to oh, no 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 no, no. i would just like to state for the record vicky guerrero is super fucking smoking hot and she the is. fact that any any woman over like 35 realistically has a job in wrestling is like honestly a check mark in my book like mm-hmm. good great, great one. um especially doing the vents yes my um, daughter stephanie <laughs> have my daughter stephanie come up she, she was she was hot before she turned 35 um now she's nuggo um I've seen her she's beautiful and then she got her tits done and then uh she married she married a hunter anyway um no i gotta i gotta figure out how to be like um what's the what's the name of the slutty librarian Leda something which slutty library? She, she used to she used to date pretty Peter Avalon in kayfabe. I don't know if they were actually together in real life, but a lot of being oh, the yeah, elite yeah, is like devoted yeah, to yeah, maybe yeah. getting okay. them to, to get back together right yes. now. Okay. <laughs> um and like I I think I haven't seen her wrestle on any program for the last like two years, but she's around all the time. Like I could do that. You you totally could. Like you, you've yeah. introduced like 10, no, 15 different concepts that would all work in a professional wrestling There's arena. A, yeah. Well, and there are a ton point, of people. At, at one point, Greg was like, I want to start wrestling again. And I was like, great. What's our gimmick? What am I wearing? What time do you need me to show up? Right. Like, cause I'm, I'm, I'm in. With or like without if I, bells. <laughs> if I can, if I can do 
if I can be a manager character or even just the girlfriend, like, I think I explained in, I think I explained in my last episode that like, shit, if MJF had a manic pixie dream girl, you did. I think that would be amazing. And I still think that. That's kind of, I think that is missing from his character. He needs, I, I think if he had, um, uh, I don't want to say like a cheerleader. You should kind tweet of him right now. But like, hey. like a, 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 I don't a, want a, him to be mean to me. That's kind of well, insane. yeah. I mean, that's the risk you run. He'll be like, mean he to kinda, you on on the the mentions. Then he but might, then he might like, get immediately the DMs. DM you. Like, like hey, yo. listen, yeah. Um, um what up? Kind of like a um, kind of like a what do you call it? A Francine, the head cheerleader kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. when she was with when she got with um, uh, fucking Troy Martin. I can always say his real name, Shane Douglas. Shane Douglas. She got with him. And um, like that was, I really feel like his character, like he had tried to do things. He had Sherry in his corner before and it worked, but I don't feel like it worked the way it did with Francine. Like when she turned on the pit bulls and joined the franchise, that nigga like truly became like the character he was supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think there's something really interesting about the idea that there's like some another character out there that could turn MJF a little more human. And then in true Manic Pixie Dream Girl style, she disappears. Oh. And that makes him worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, there there it goes, Kat. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. man. Um, like, listen, I would I would kayfabe date MJF. It's fine. Um it's fine. he's cute. We're, he's actually age appropriate for me, which is even better. Unlike unlike me. Um, <laughs> It'd be something for him to, you know, actually give me some fucking points in my fantasy group um but like because right now like obviously he's kind of i don't is is there a word for over if everyone hates you is it still just I mean, over is it, he's got heat he's got yeah. major heat he's got major, major heat. heat um and i new, i like him a heat. lot I'm, saying heat. Heat. I'm saying that his, he's, he's a one-trick pony his promo point. with okay. Brian Pillman Jr. I thought was really strong, actually. That was, yeah. It was good. Um, also, I, I I I want all good things for Brian Pillman Jr. What Jesus. A cu- what a cute bean. I love his What hair. a guy who's been through too much. Too much is not God even the right damn words. It. Yeah. But like oh I love God. I love the varsity blondes, like friendship. I love their friendship with Julia Hart. Like I, I feel like they've got something there, and I hope that they get an opportunity to actually start like doing well soon. Um, but I'm really glad that he got his foot in the door through that. Yeah. Actually, really good fight with MJF, even though he lost. Yeah. Um. And and I don't know. I'm. I don't know why. I just can't. I. Julie Hart is not like pushing through for me. I don't like. like I don't want to say I don't with her. I don't get her, but I get yeah. her in the context of them. Yeah. And I like their friendship. Yeah, she doesn't pass the Bechdel test, is what no. I'm saying. So, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. But um, um yeah. So like there's there's stuff happening there, and I hope that starts to solidify for them soon. Cause I I'm I'm ready. Um AEW has so many uh, dope pieces. That, uh... They really do. <laughs> I love I love some of the stuff that's happening in the Dark Order right now. Mm-hmm. Like even that, just them agreeing to vote, and they all got a little personality moment in that one conversation. 
That was cool. Yeah, that's what was missing for me for them. Where it's just like, anytime you have a huge stable, somebody's always going to get lost in the sauce. But like, well, you always want people to be able to like point to their own thing. Right. And the thing is, I think a lot of that was kind of in the brain of Brody Lee. Mm-hmm. And yeah. obviously he's he's yeah. no longer with us. And I think a lot of that was lost with him. Shout out to because, uh, like, Amanda Huber. Then. They made her officially all elite today. That which is amazing. Her coming in and being like, "What the fuck is wrong with you, people?" Yes. was so good. That worked a lot for me. And I also think a lot of it was real. There was a lot of <laughs> catharsis for her there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they're in the hometown and everything. Where and like, from, so at, at one point, she very publicly said, "Like, negative one hasn't been on dynamite because negative one has not been doing his homework." Yeah, and I was like. Yes. I fuck with her so much on Instagram, man. Yeah. Amanda don't play. She she uh, will she will cuss somebody out and then tell them how much she appreciates them next tweet or post. It's amazing. And I love I love how raw and real yeah, she is. It well, takes that kind of woman her... to be with Brody because he was like, you know, like he if he wasn't if he wasn't your best friend, he could be like grating. Yeah. You know, like even to your best friend, like Biggie always talks about it. Like, you know, how that yeah. was, he would come over his house and like, just, just roast the shit out of everything in his house. And he's like, dog, like you're supposed to be my best friend, bro. Like what? <laughs> like you live down the street. There was, there was a Why bit are you doing that this? John Silver mentioned where he's like, yeah, I have a exactly as, as the tallest and shortest members of the dark order. I have, his exact ring gear to scale for a bit that we were supposed to film, but the bit never happened. And I don't know what it is, but I know that I have this beautiful ring gear oh, wow. that he got custom made for me. Wow. Mm. That's rough. And like, I I can only imagine what that must be like, you know, to know that you guys mm. have a direction but to, yeah. to lose it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I actually really like the Dark Order as like chaotic good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do as well. Um, and I, I, I like that half of them are, are trying to, to do right by Adam Page's wishes and half of them are trying to do right by what they think is best for him. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man. I just shit, homie. Like the the storytelling that they've done, even though the elite sometimes makes me want to jump out a window. I think that the storytelling and the subtlety that they've managed with the elite and Adam Page, like I think, because I tried to start, I tried to start watching Dynamite like two years ago. Mm-hmm. And that like subtlety and nuance wasn't there to keep bringing me back. Mm-hmm. And I'm increasingly realizing that like even like CM Punk's story of like I'm not done fighting yet, but I wasn't fighting over there. Right. Like yeah, he's bullshitting. Being it's sick. it's such a, a more interesting like story than some of the like I I like that they're starting to like create specific niche in depth plot 
for these people. I know, man. It's also, so good maybe, right now. maybe the reason I like MJF so much is I like watching Chris Jericho get hurt. <laughs> I do too. So I cannot be um, mad about that. I, I almost brought a champagne <laughs> split tonight <laughs> to make a like bit of the bubbly joke. But um, <laughs> I just, I wish, because if you listen to the Jericho podcast, which there is a Dan Housen episode, uh, pirate that wherever you pirate your podcasts. It's very good. Um, <laughs> Don't pirate he also, this. <laughs> he also uh, only refers to Chris Jericho as Chris Judas, which feels pretty fucking loaded. <laughs> yeah, I think that's how we should refer to Chris Jericho from now on. We yeah. should just borrow that um, right from Dan Housen. That sucks uh, because also, I did. I heard your. I heard what you said about um about his podcast and just like how you know how he has a really his you know for lack of a better pretty good interview style mm -hmm. um you know and the people that he does have come on his show and then you know and then he just took that turn um it, the show was enjoyable um and uh, some of my favorite stuff some of my favorite conversations that i've heard wrestlers have they had them on the chris jericho show yeah, and now it's just like I cannot in good I, I won't. listen to that. I won't. At all. If I'm you if, if you can find a way to pirate it, I highly recommend the Dan Housen episode. Um, I mean, there's plenty of ways to pirate it. I mean, it's just just yeah, find I'm a just, place where it I'm, doesn't count towards the streams. But yeah, honey, yeah. honey, I'm playing the innocence because this is on on the internet and people will hear it. Oh. Um. <laughs> Yeah, that's where you can hear the um the Cody Rhodes uh, uh Xavier Woods story um because they they went to rival high schools in uh Georgia and uh there's the story of um where where Woods says that he had a crush on this girl um the girl was on a date with Cody and um they they used to like wrestle each other like they were into they were rivals well at least in in Woods's mind um you know he said he was going to he would he would try to beat Cody and like, you know, it felt like for him that he had beat the American dream himself. <laughs> and so he's like, you know, he felt like I was, I was going to beat Cody and then Dusty was going to come up to me and interview me and like try to, well, you know, he's going to interview me for a job and I was going to become a pro wrestler uh, just straight out of high school with, with Dusty. Um, but uh, mm -hmm. he said he lost he lost to Cody like by points or something. And um he said the, the girl like he like Woods knew the girl. He goes up and hugs her and says, "Hey, how you doing?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm just on a date with uh, Cody over here." And he's like, he says Cody looks back and he's like, "Oh, that guy, I beat that kid." And then he bowls a strike. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking and Cody, dog! It was like the worst. And so, um, in the middle of the interview, like Cody's like, "No, man, I didn't do that." And it's like, uh. And then he like completely turns heel on Woods and he like says that Woods was in a gang. And he had like a uh he said Woods was in the Rough Riders actually. He said Woods came in with a Rough Rider chain and a huge black guy behind him as his heater. <laughs> he was like, Yeah, I was scared. I was scared to death, man. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Yeah, old old Cody content is great, man. Go back and check that out. Uh, but also, like, wow. I feel like Jericho's episode with Nyla Rose, like, yeah, went a very long way in helping, especially like 
I would say old school wrestling fans who have a narrow-minded view of what women's wrestling is. Say it. Cishet white men um, feel more accepting of her. And it breaks my brain a little bit that the person who really stuck his neck out for her is also the same person that is like his wife was at the insurrection and that's fine. Yeah. Hello, this is former President Barack Obama, the greatest president of your lifetime. I want to take some time out of my busy schedule of doing nothing to tell you about hyphen podcast. Now, Kellen, while he hasn't always agreed with my policies, I still like the son of a and while I can't make you vote or listen to every podcast, please listen to Hyphen Nation, the world's greatest podcast. Take it from me. I killed Bin Laden's b- Trust my taste in podcast. Hyphen Nation, featuring Kellen Conley and semi-regular co-hosts Marcus, Sean, Mallet, Robinson. You know, Kellen Pods, Marcus Wright. It's a better tandem than the 96 Chicago Bulls. And I know, I killed Bin Laden. And Kanye, Kanye was still jack. But for Michelle and the girls, all love to hyphen nation and the hyphen podcast group. And keep bringing your daughter on; she's beautiful. And I know. Well, you know. Now, 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 hang on. Hey, y'all. Mark Calloway here, the Undertaker. Well, hey, just because somebody was going on now, just because somebody was real busy on on January sixth, don't make them a bad person now. We all trying to, you know, get our get our rights on, you know, raise the roof. Uh, them folks was just there, man. I don't know. I, I now now y'all didn't see Taker there, you know. If I felt that strongly about it, I'd have been there. Uh, but I had some business to take care of. Um, but uh, yeah, man, all them folks is just out there trying to pull themselves up by the bootstraps, man. Like it's just uh, really just folks trying to pull themselves up by the bootstraps. That's all. You know, and they are uh, there are many more legal, safer ways for them to do that, Mister Taker, uh, no, sir. Man. Well, I mean, you know, folks is dumb. Uh, they're not <laughs> not if you're dumb. You know what I mean? Again, I, I I'm over here. You know, I'm... that's fair. Although I do I do feel, Mister Taker, uh, respectfully, uh, that you could directly benefit from something like that going going awry. Uh, as as an undertaker, exactly. I'm. I'm I, very, I do feel that that well, that look at Kat thinking colors your opinion now, somewhat. So here's the thing: not even as an undertaker, as a rich. You know <laughs> what I mean? As a rich, you know, it doesn't matter. Y'all are all pawns to me if you're beneath a certain pay grade. You know, like I don't. They're fodder. You know. You know, they, they they just go on there. They get shot up or whatever. I mean, hey, you made the ultimate sacrifice. Thank you for your your, your thank you for your service. Uh, what's that? What's that old gal? Uh, the one that uh, poke her head in there and the, the thing. And yeah, we don't kapow, need to mention man. her name. <laughs> you know, boom, man. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's shout out to you. You know, thank you. Uh, but you know, the, she's dead. She pulled, her, she's, in, in the she pulled herself Washington down area. by the bootstraps. You know, what I mean, she pulled herself down by the bootstraps. Yeah, the, boot, but, the bootstraps uh, got stuck in an escalator. Woof. <laughs> Hot diggity dang. Uh, woof. Did we kill Kellen? 
you know, uh, there's a thing, man. They say, uh, who, for whom the bell tolls, man. <laughs> that time it wasn't for me. That time it was not my gong, man. But, uh, you know, you want to make a freedom omelet, you got to break some eggs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck it, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I, I, is that Kike? Yes. A whole lot of choppers on there. You know what I'm saying? A whole lot of choppers, man. Okay, anyway. So first of all, um, I've noticed that they only call Kike Hernandez Enrique on certain networks uh, where people have Freudian slipped and called him the slur name before. Um, Bad form. Second of all, um, he just made a catch that like made me like, I, I, I thought I was dead for a second. Oh, I just dang. thought I was dead. Dang. I just had some business, but you know, I, some, I, I was feeling ah, some kind of me. way about about the the way the baseball slid into the glove. Well, you um, know, that just pulled himself up by the bootstraps. By the bootstraps. There you go. That's how you do uh, okay, it. Okay, but like low key, he actually did though. He's been on. This is like his fifth team, and it's the first team anyone's ever actually invested in him on. Anyway, um, he's a good boy, go, and man. I like Keep him. away. He's one of the good ones. There you go. You just said it. He's one of the good ones. Well, that's my highest. Uh, you know, I, I think I should have a segment on the show. I uh, mean, Taker, you've been here like what three weeks running at this hey man, point. I like, I like y'all, man. Y'all are y'all are some of the good ones, man. I, oh, I like y'all, man. Stop, Taker. You don't mean so that. That's that's. I think that's what I'm gonna do. I, I think oh. I'm gonna come on every week. Uh, y'all y'all already got the Hall of Fame, but uh, I think I, I will come on and talk about who's one of the good ones. So am I, uh, am I a see. good woman or a good queer? I yeah. I mean, y'all, you're fine. <laughs> you're what? So that's cool. Uh, I did it. You did it. Mission accomplished. You got, you got some bootstraps over there? I, I sure do, Taker. Can you pull yourself up by him? I'll sure try, just all for right. you. That's all I ask. So uh, let's see. This week, one of the good ones, I'm talking about my man, Booker T. All right. Hulk Hogan, we coming for you now. All right. Now, no, don't take it too far now. What but, did Booker uh, T do? <laughs> to be one of the good ones. Booker T, man. happens. He's just Booker T, man. I like Booker the guy, T. man. He's one of my guys. Shout man. out to Booker. One, Hoffman, one, of, one of the good ones. He's one of the good ones. All right, y'all. I'm going. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Taker. Right. Hey, was Undertaker just in here? It smells like Jack Daniels and... Uh, I don't know how uh, you always miss his magical presence. I'm sorry. It smells like Jack Daniels and fucking... Brimstone. Blue Lives Matter <laughs> and, and, flags and in here. And embalming fluid. And embalming fluid. Mm, oh, not so much. That's just kayfabe, guys. It, it's, it, it, but it, it does smell like police uniforms in here. Okay, but could you imagine if he like used fucking embalming fluid as cologne like in his life? I he, think that would be a riot. He, at some point, I bet he did he just because did. of the gimmick. Because of the gimmick. For the gimmick, he'd do anything for kayfabe. Uh, so now oh, that goodness. now that we've had Taker here, Cat, it's that magical time <laughs> of every Wrestlecast Power Hour where we have our guest induct someone into the Wrestlecast Hall of Fame. So, uh, the handsome one has a list. It's changed a little since you were last here. Okay. And then we will have you induct. Somewhere. All right. I believe only... I inducted MJF last time. You did. Yeah. It's only it's it's so many more names since then. Yikes. Uh, I don't know so if we got... need to read them to her though. She's going. To, she probably will pick someone that she is familiar with. 
You know what? Yeah, let's give it a shot. So let's let's, let's see, go. You're going to do the be the first person to. I'd pick like to blind. save my breath, honestly, and not read this. Um, list yeah, can can list I just ask? Um, is I'm assuming CM Punk is already on it. Yes. Okay. That was great. Okay. I I figured, but I wanted to make sure. What I did, Cat, mm -hmm. was I I was leaning Hogan the whole time. I was talking to him up, and then I pumped fake last second and went with CM Punk. And yeah, man, that shit sucked, brother. His, You're a dickhead for that, man. His promo Bye. of I couldn't get well in the same place that made me sick. Like, I know I knew nothing about his history. Mm -hmm. yeah, cat got away I, with words. I knew the ice cream bar thing, and that was weirdly all I knew. <laughs> hey. But his that the welcome back promo, I cried. And I'm not a crier. If we hadn't been recording, I would have been crying. I've been the guy in the crowd. We were recording I, at the time, and so I, I had to keep would, together hard front all these dudes. Well, I was like, I was, I was in this room actually, and Greg went, "Oh, I think it's over. I bet he came out. Let's see if it's on YouTube." And we sat and watched it together. And I think he he got very emotional because that is a wrestler that has meant a lot to him. And I, he, my partner's a straight edge. Um, and, and uh, looking at the aesthetic that CM Punk presents on Instagram, I'm not convinced they aren't the same person. Um, <laughs> Does also, he have an ugly uh, dog named Larry, too? <laughs> fun Dan has, in fact. No, he has a very pretty kitty named Bruce. Okay. Uh, fun Dan has, in fact. Uh, Dan Housen uh, loves CM Punk and calls him Pepsi Man. Uh, fuck with it. But also... Uh, CM Punk gifted uh, Danhausen the finishing move of go to sleep and nicknamed it for him. Very nice, very evil. <laughs> I like it. I like um, it a lot. Which I think is just a, a class act move. Yeah, That's there are a lot guy. of people with really good CM Punk stories. Um, so we, we love to see it. There, I think. The worst anybody's really really said about him is that oh he's hard to work with and it's like because he well, it's because he he's right it's because <laughs> yeah. Phil is right yeah. shut up Phil's yeah. right um they said the same about Brett and then now years later they're like yeah Brett was Brett Brett's was the right. goat yeah Brett was right guys you, you if Brett said you were a dickhead you were probably a dickhead. hey can you do that bitch off <laughs> hey Eric you fucking yellow belly collar <laughs> <laughs> hey hey Brett what's going on. Hey, uh, hey, Eric, you yellow belly coward. <laughs> There's the same old Brett. <laughs> Fuck, shut up, man, Bischoff. Oh, shit. All right, Kat. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm literally uh, scrolling through the fucking AEW roster right now because I feel hey, like I'm... Hey, listen, just follow your heart, us. please. Just, just, just follow your heart. All right, fuck it, Adam Page. There you go. Uh, with can I can I give an honorable mention to Colt Cabana not for wrestling but for like wrestling culture stuff? Yeah, his 100%. podcasts rock, uh, and I appreciate the hell out of him. Have you he listened to the it, CM Punk one? Yes. Okay. Uh, but his show made it a lot easier for me to figure out what was happening. The nice. art of professional wrestling. It's nice. What, what is exactly what Shout it was. Shout out to Colt, was... man. He also has Wrestling Anonymous, mm, which mm, I think mm, is really good. Mm, mm. Um, I'm also trying to convince uh, the Mark Rob that we should message him and try to get him on an episode about movies and wrestling because I feel like he would have some yeah. really interesting stuff to say. And he I also would. feel like he might actually respond to my emails. He probably um, would. 
He probably but, um, would. But Adam Page. I, I am giving it to Hangman Adam Page. That's who I um, thought you were going to do last time, and you swerved MJF. I did swerve MJF um, because I think that MJF, even though his like story is just kind of beginning in a lot of ways, like I think I think he's I think he's going to go to the distance. Uh, but I'm I'm giving this to Adam Page because I I watch him do the work. Um, and even when he was on break every week, I was waiting for him to come back. Uh, I know that feeling. Um, but also, uh, as I have continued to watch him, I realized that even though I was frustrated by his lack of costume changes, that was part of the story. He didn't yeah, change yeah, only... clothes until he started believing in himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it started really small. He got different boots and they're cut like cowboy boots. And so as he started to get his his kind of feet back under him, he he literally started from the feet and built up. Um, he he pulled himself up by his bootstraps. By the bootstraps. Oh snap! It all comes around full um, circle. But also, that's just, gonna be the the title of this episode is uh, bootstraps. Uh, yeah, the yeah. the weird mix that he has achieved on his social media, both personal and private. Uh, kayfabe versus non-kayfabe and somehow making them all feel authentic has been really special um and i think that it this is gonna sound really weird but as somebody else who's on like the the anxiety depression spectrum uh i i can see the amount of thought (laughs) that goes Mm -hmm. into every move he makes and i see it landing and i think it's awesome um, I I would have loved to have had that example at the age of 23, 24, where I was, you know, I was pretty low on myself around that time. Which I can't well. even imagine for you. But... Fuck, I was super low. Yeah, nobody knew, except well, yeah. for people who knew. Yeah. And as, someone, <laughs> as someone who's that age now, um, seeing somebody be so open about that, mm-hmm was such a welcome such a welcome to the whole sport entertainment complex ideal whatever right mm-hmm. um like i feel like i could sit down with him and shotgun a beer you and absolutely like could. you could I, shotgun a beer with me oh i can we can we shotgun a beer and watch muppets haunted mansion um a thousand times yes <laughs> but um i whatever he's doing and i know he knows what it is and i know he he's coming for kenny omega and i want that for him mm-hmm. watching him not just succeed but watching him believe in himself enough to try mm-hmm has been just nothing short of beautiful. Yeah. And I don't think that he could have gotten a story like that anywhere else. Absolutely not. Uh, no. God, no. Uh, especially with hell the, no. the very subtle... No uh, chance in hell. Subtle like moments and notes about uh, addiction and persona and... And uh, uh, and I think part of the reason that I I don't like the Young Bucks at all is is how they treated him. Yeah. Um. 
because he, they basically didn't like him getting so close with their friend that they froze him out. And as someone who is ang- anxious constantly, like yeah, that's my nightmare. Yeah. Mm. Is that some, some outside force is going to separate me from the people that I care about who I thought were on my side till then. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I think the, the subtlety that he's allowed to do is awesome. And like, he graduated at Virginia Tech in two years, uh, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and was like, a, uh, I think he was an English or a journalism teacher, but like clearly he knows a lot about story structure and how to get people invested. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's really special that he's able to spread his wings in that way. And I uh, think it's really mm-hmm. special that professional wrestling and Adam Page have made you that invested in his story that you, you were that locked into it. So I think that's just amazing power, another power, amazing power of professional wrestling. When sure, so I think it was negative one's birthday, which was like three weeks or four weeks after uh John had passed away, mm-hmm. or they did the episode about him passing away, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone tried to ruin his birthday, and Adam Page jumped off of the hit the like entry yeah. pipe way, yep, to like try to stop him. And I was like, oh, I have sold my soul to this man. Like, <laughs> as soon as he, he like was airborne, I was like, well, there he is. You bought there all he the goes. stock. All like, the Adam Page stock. There goes my hero. Okay. Actually, though, he goes. Because he, he was playing so above it all, but as soon as he had a chance to do the right thing, he did the right thing. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I, I relate to in a big way. And I just, I appreciate the hell out of that. Yeah, we stand a reluctant hero. Absolutely. Well. Because they're always, the, they always, you know, they know what needs to be done. They don't want to get involved. And it's just like, oh my God. Uh, you and, know and also, uh, congratulations to him and his wife. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. I, I don't uh, know the gender of their child. I don't need to know. Uh, I am very happy for them. Uh, and I, I wish them many, many years of happiness and success and all the health and, and you know, health and good energy to their child. Um, I second that. I second that emotion. I think we also, the uh, if you haven't watched The Being the Elite, uh, I believe that it is called, oh God, Powerbomb. It was this week's. Um, as we're recording this, it'll probably be last week's by the time this comes out. Uh, there is a very funny bit about six minutes into the episode of uh, Adam Page uh, getting a note from AWHR <laughs> uh, asking why he hasn't been to work <laughs> hilarious. and informing him that he's used all of his sick days and uh, they send him a Joker card uh, because he was the Joker in the uh, ladder match. Yes. Yes. He and was. the Joker card that they choose to send him is something else. Oh my Oh yeah. my! Well, I I know he better he's he he better be the one to beat Kenny. We he Kenny can have matches with with uh, Brian Danielson where the title isn't on the line and they'll be just as hot. Yes, they'll be just as <clears throat> we don't need a title in there. Um, it's 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 Hangman's time, man. Let's do it. I agree. I'd lo- I'd love I, to see that. I want to see him break out of the one winged angel. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo-hoo. That'd be something. 
and like there's a non-zero chance I'd make a not podcast appropriate noise. Um, hey, man. I mean, it depends on whose podcast. <laughs> we welcome uh, most noises. Here. Um, Vast majority of noises. Um, but yeah. Most noises. Do I do anything other than laugh on this pod? I feel like I barely talk. All I mean, I'm doing is laugh. I do also thing. feel that. This uh, is a yes. podcast where this comes nigga, in. Nigga, so, nigga, nigga, nigga. You know, you know. That's... Watching, also, though, watching watching Adam Page uh, wrestle other people was a great way for me to, like, invest in the people that he was around as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, Jungle Boy is great, and I stand Jungle Boy, like, unironically. We are not, Jungle Boy is not Hall of Fame territory yet for me. He's getting there. He's working on it. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And Working also, on the resume. He's a, he's a baby. He I a say this as also a baby. He's a baby. He's got time. MJF is also a baby, but like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by what I said. Um, but I do want them to start furthering his character, especially once Jericho goes back to WWE because he still wants to suck Vince McMahon's dick. And that's the dismount. Yes, we because go. we all know that is true about Chris Jer- about uh, Chris Judas. So, Cat Chinetti, after another five star outing on the Rasslecast Power Hour, where can the people find you? <laughs> That's Cat's actual laugh. Yes. Did you sample my laugh? Yes. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! I love you, Cat. You never know what's going to happen on the Rasslecast. I love you too, Eric. Um, okay, so uh, the people can find me at Cat K A T underscore Chinetti C H I N E T T I on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, which I should plug more because I actually do stuff on there, and apparently it's funny. Um, it is good. It's good thank stuff. Thank you. Uh. You can also find me uh, at Cat Chinetti on your Facebooks and things. Um, if you see a cat sitting in a movie seat, that's me. Hey, um, what's up? You can also uh, listen to me talk about movies and other things that I like uh, over at We Should Do This Again sometime. Uh, I had to reschedule this coming week's episode because I do get to go to the baseball game with my dad on Monday. Nice. But we are doing an episode about Halloween Kills, hopefully to come out next week or like late the week after. Looking it's forward to it. I got to listen to uh, Deleted the 13th. I got to listen to that. Y'all really be out here having dads. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you'd ever like to borrow Peter, he loves surrogate sons. Aww. So he's got yeah, like yeah. six. And they all have pictures in his wallet. So, you know, you could be seven. Um, sure. Fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> Why not? But um, yeah. Um, otherwise, like uh, I'm I'm around. I'm on I'm on most of the hyphen shows once in a while at least. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, uh, once I kind of have my feet under me a little bit and maybe the world's a little less crazy. Uh, I might be doing some more columns over at We Should Do This Again sometime, so nice. feel free to check me out there. Uh, if you prefer to uh, read instead of listening to me talk, which I understand my voice is grating, and so is my laugh, apparently, um, you can find me over at catseesmovies.tumblr.com, and that is cat with a K. 
Um, I actually just posted, or by by the time this comes out, I probably will have just posted my uh, my philosophy of Michael Myers piece Ooh. that I'm working on right now. Sounds good. Um, I'll check that a, out for sure. I have a weird theory about him, and I'm very ready to talk Michael about Myers. it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 that on that. All right. Well, Hyphen, any any uh, last words here before we check on out? I got nothing, man. I'm going to go find some bootstraps and start trying to pull myself there up. There we go. Him. That's where I was getting that. I was hoping that was, I was going to say, man, I'm going to tag team synergy here. There you go. I'm on. Well, I got, I got to put, well, wait a minute. Hang on. I got some bootstraps around here somewhere. I thought them that was them. And I got a camera strap there that I got here. So I'm going to pull myself up by my camera strap. I'm sorry, my my thigh high boots are in the car. It's a bit of a hike, or else I'd start calling myself by them. I can call myself by the bra straps. Um, I don't elevating. Taker Taker is the one who approves all strap pulling, so we'll have to consult him. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. There you go. You can do it, Michelle McCool, my my wife Michelle. She uh she pulls herself up by the bra straps sometimes. So hell, you know, she can do it. You can do it. Hell, man. Uh, every time you've ever heard me flicking my suspender straps on a podcast, surprise, it's been a bra. Anyway, um, surprise. Oh, God. All right. All right. Our <laughs> secretaries will see you out. The girls will see you out. Until next time. Beat it, Marks. You can find Behyphen at Behyphen on Twitter and The Behyphen on Instagram. Follow Handsome Bane on Twitter and Instagram at ILA underscore POW. The Rassel Cast Power Hour is a hyphen podcast group production. Smell your latest sweaty marks. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?